MSP Marketing in Bite Size Bits. It's easier than you think with MK Link. To get more of MK Link's MSP, MBA, Marketing and IT training resources, make sure that you've registered for your account for free now at www.mklink.org. MSP owners, don't make me think. Now there's a term called above the fold, which is a concept in web design that refers to the portion of a web page which is visible without scrolling. And it's a term that goes back from the newspaper days where most important stories are placed uh, above the fold, literally the fold of the newspaper, uh, to catch the reader's attention. And I remember years ago, I was working on outdoor markets at the time. This is in the late 80s. And I spoke to someone who sold newspapers for a living. And he told me that the newsworthiness of the story on his stand decided whether or not he was going to sell a lot of newspapers that day. And that newsworthiness is typically written on the side of a stand in one large headline. And you might have even seen the classic photograph. Uh, there's a classic photograph of a young new seller boy when the Titanic went down back in 1912. Uh, and he was holding a sheet of paper with the, uh, with the words, Titanic disaster, great loss of life. And there's a, there's a bunch of people um, around him in the photograph reading their, their copies that they'd obviously just bought from him. It's, it's quite a striking picture. So the key point to remember here is that engaging headlines and striking visuals were traditionally employed to capture the attention of the readers first as they were walking by, thereby persuading them to purchase uh, the newspaper. Otherwise, they'd have just gone by it in a daze. And as publishers transitioned to the digital realm uh, and website design advanced in the late 90s, this terminology uh, persisted and it still persists to this day. And in the present context, the fold no longer signifies a physical crease in the newspaper, but of course, rather that it be, means the lower edge of a browser window, which is just a, a few hundred pixels down and determined by the device and the browser that you're on at the time. And as an aside, if you've read my quick start guide about writing sales copy, you'll know that the headline alone can make up to an 80% difference to the conversion rate of whatever it is that it trying to sell and if you haven't read my quick help guide then you should it's free of charge and you can read it in 20 minutes just ask me for a copy similarly studies have also shown that 80 percent of the time spent on a website is spent above the fold of that website and that makes sense because when you think about it websites are rendered from the top down aren't they so you have to start at the top don't you you don't start at the bottom do you and given that you don't start at the bottom, maybe only a fraction of your visitors actually bother to scroll down to the bottom of your website. And as an aside here, heat maps can be uh, a useful tool to quickly identify the average location of the above the fold uh, section on your website. And I remember using some software years ago, this was, uh, it was called Mouseflow, I think it's still going. Uh, and at the time, you, it would show you what people were doing in real time on your computer. So you'd be looking at your computer and you could see someone miles away doing stuff on your website and it was really quite spooky and I heard that apparently there's a, around an 80% correlation between where the mouse is on the screen and where the mouse is moving and what people are looking at and I once remember tracking someone in real time there was a visitor they were going to buy something from me and it was a she and I know it was a she because she stopped halfway through entering her credit card information although she had already entered her contact details on uh, higher up in that page so I knew who she was and her name and her contact details I just didn't have her her credit card and she hadn't pressed submit so just for the development of it as she was typing as she was pausing just for the development I, I rang her up and asked her why she hadn't continued to make the purchase and this is all in the space of I don't know 30 seconds or so and to be fair she did freak out a bit quite rightly so really and doing that sort of thing certainly wouldn't be allowed by G 
GDPR or privacy rules these days. And to be fair, it was probably against the rules even back then. As I say, that was near the start of the millennium when the web was more like the Wild West. Now, there is some controversy about what I'm just about to tell you. And apparently trends are changing with viewing habits, with mobiles being the biggest catalyst for scrolling more these days. For example, some people are suggesting that keeping things above the fold is less important than it has been in the past, with one study by a company called Clicktail, who analysed almost 100,000 page views, and they found that 22% of their visitors scroll to the very bottom, irrespective of the length of the web page. But I look at it through the other end of the telescope. If you think about it, that means that almost four out of five people did not scroll to the bottom of the screen. And that's where far too many MSP owners, where too many business people put their important stuff, their testimonials or their contact details. And that's the point I'm trying to make here. So for a managed service provider, you'll already know that your competition is very, very stiff, unless, of course, you can dominate a niche, which is why I keep harping on about it. So therefore, it's more important than ever to maximize your website conversions for any potential leads that you might and probably are missing out on. And I always imagine a client getting fed up with their incumbent ISP. It's the last straw because someone else, something else has gone wrong yet again. And boss shouts to someone like Josh from accounts, Josh, I'm sick of this company. We need to get another IT support company as soon as we can. Can you please organize three quotes from three local IT providers? And then Josh will trottle off and he will dutifully go to Google and type into Google, I don't know, IT support Huddersfield or wherever they're based. And they'll look at the top three companies or so that come up, especially those ones that have good Google reviews. And he'll then look at those websites and hurriedly decide if they're any good or not. And he'll have a quick flip around and he'll try and get their phone numbers. Now, if those contact details aren't at the top of the website, and if they've got to scroll down or start hunting on other pages, it means bad news, specifically bad news for them, but good news for the other people that have made their contact easy to find at the top of the website, and especially if they've got credibility pieces, which are easy to find as well. So it's bad news for you and good news for them if you haven't done that. And when I say credibility pieces, I mean simple, basic things. Like as well as having your phone number right at the top, I did on the right hand side, but just important, you should have Google reviews, testimonials, case studies, a powerful USP, and of course, at least a call to action. And far too often, I'll see a massive graphic, which the website designer thinks looks really amazing, but which takes up all the important space, what's called, what's called real estate, right above the fold, and which is a space that could be much better devoted to promoting a strong offer or a strong USP, so you really stand out to make people want to get in touch with you. So rather than making this a bite-sized marketing method into a long rant about web usability, here's a quick bite-sized action you can, uh, you can take. I suggest you read a, a very readable book called Don't Make Me Think. It's the definitive classic by usability expert Steve Crook. And I read it 20 years ago, and you can read it in a couple of hours. It's really very easy, and it's time well invested, both for yourself and possibly your team as well, but especially for your clients, because anyone you're speaking with, and I promise you, you will speak to people about this, you'll never see a website in the same light again, because just a few small changes can make such a big difference to your inbound leads. Remember, on a sales letter, 80% of the results of that sales letter, 80% of the conversion can and often is attributed just to the headline. Now, in much the same ways that MSPs who miss inbound calls will never know what leads they've lost, those people who lose leads on their website won't know about it. And that's simply because they can have things in place that they should do. 
Now, all of this is a shame because this stuff is pretty well free. It's a free pay rise with no downside. So there you go. You can get an old copy if you need to. Don't Make Me Think by Steve Krug. It doesn't have to be him. There's plenty of guides on website usability and conversion rate optimization. It's just a quick afternoon's read or, or less than that. And if it makes a 10% difference to your conversion rate, which it will, there you go. You've just given yourself a 10% pay rise in terms of leads at least for the sake of a couple of hours worth, which has got to be time well invested. MSP Marketing in Bite Size Bits. It's easier than you think with MK Link. To get more of MK Link's MSP, MBA, Marketing and IT training resources, make sure that you've registered for your account for free now at www.mklink.org.